Right, let's take a seat and we're going to turn to God's Word now. We're going to turn to uh, the book of Revelation, the final book of the Bible, Revelation chapter 1. So if you want to turn there, if you've got a Bible or a device in front of you, or it's up there on the screen as well. Um, Revelation chapter 1, I'm going to read uh, verses 1 to 11. And um, then in, in a moment, we'll have another shorter reading, uh, as we'll see as we go along. But this uh, is Revelation chapter 1, verses 1 to 11. The revelation from Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants what must soon take place. He made it known by sending his angel to his servant John, who testifies to everything he saw, that is the word of God, and the testimony of Jesus Christ. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy, I guess that's me, um, and blessed are those who hear it and take to heart what is written in it, because the time is near. John, to the seven churches in the province of Asia, grace and peace to you from him who is and who was and who is to come and from the seven spirits before his throne and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead and the ruler of the kings of the earth. To him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood and has made us to be a kingdom and priest to serve his God and Father, to him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Look, he is coming with the clouds and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him and all peoples on earth will mourn because of him. So shall it be. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. I, John, your brother and companion in the suffering and kingdom and patient endurance that are ours in Jesus, was on the island of Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. On the Lord's day, I was in the spirit and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet, which said, write on a scroll what you see and send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. If we could have the PowerPoint up, that would be great. I want you kids and adults as well, we're all going to do this. I want you to imagine that you live on an island, okay? Imagine you live uh, on an island. Uh, oh, clicker's not working. Go on. You can advance that. Is it working? Yeah. See what you can do. Imagine you, you oh, there we are. Oh, it's a nice one, isn't it? Can everyone go, ooh, ooh. Would you like to go on holiday there? Yeah, some of you would, and some of you are like, no, I don't want to season. No, 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 it's not for me. Um, no, but it's nice, isn't it? Now, what, what's, if, you, if you lived on an island, what sort of things would you see? There's a clue there, isn't there? There's a few clues there. But, uh, the sea, yeah, you would. You'd see a lot of sea, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Go on, Grace. Trees? Yeah, what kind of trees? Well, yeah, like exotic trees, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Go on, Alice. You got it. You got it. You got it right. Yeah, palm trees. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What What other things would you see on a on a, if you lived on an island? Go on, love. Seagulls. Yeah, yeah. Maybe depends where the island is, I suppose, doesn't it? Go on. Sand. Yeah, lots of sand. Yeah, yeah. We're good. Yeah, go on. 
Crabs, yes, lots of pinchy crabs. Yeah, pinchy crabs. And um, what else? Anything else that you'd see on an island? Go on. Coconuts, yeah, yeah, there would be coconuts. Depends where it is, but there would probably be coconuts, wouldn't there? Sand, yeah, loads of sand, yeah. Yeah, that's brilliant. You'd see all those sorts of things. Now, uh, the thing is that John, who wrote Revelation, the guy that we've just read about here, um, he was on the island of uh, Patmos, so that's there. Um, there it is, and it's near all these places that he's just mentioned, Smyrna and Ephesus and Sardis, and, and that's where he was. He, he lived on that island, and while he was, well, actually, let me just show you, because this is cool. This is Patmos today. Do you want to go on holiday there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The parents are like, yeah, please take me to Patmos, Rich. Um, and I think there's another picture of Patmos as well, modern. But look at that. Isn't that nice? That is a lovely place. And that's where John was. Um, and when John was there, he saw some amazing things. He saw some incredible things. God showed him some amazing stuff. God the Father, through Jesus, through an angel, that's what we read about, wasn't it? It spoke to and showed John some amazing things. And then he was to write them down. And then people heard that and read that. And well, that gets right down to us, doesn't it, today? Because we've just heard it and, and read it. And that message it was for them and it's for us. It was for those seven churches, if we could have them up. So Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, Laodicea. That was the, the message was for them. Um, but it's also for us too. And what we're going to see over the next few weeks is Jesus speaking to those churches. But today what we're going to see is, well, who is this Jesus who's speaking? What's he like? So we're going to see today, now, who is this Jesus who's going to be speaking, who did speak to them and who is going to be speaking to us uh, here at Mickfield week by week? So that's what we're going to think about. Who is this Jesus? And the first thing that we see in this Bible passage is that Jesus is among them. So uh, verse 12, if you've got a Bible, uh, John says, I turned around to see the voice that was, this voice like a trumpet speaking to him. And he turns around and he says, when I turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. And among the lampstands was someone like a son of man. Now, what are those seven golden lampstands? What's all that about? That's funny picture language, isn't it? What, 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 what does he mean by these seven? Does anyone know what he means by the seven lampstands? Anyone hazard a guess? Should we have that picture, that next picture up that might help us? The seven golden lampstands are the seven churches. Now, we know that because John tells us in verse 20, if you've got a Bible there, the seven lampstands are the seven churches. So we know that that's what he's talking about. And there he says that someone like the Son of Man, that's Jesus, is among them. He's among the seven lampstands, the seven churches. Jesus isn't far away from them. He's not distant. No, he's not away from them. He's among them. He's among these churches. He's among his churches. Now, it's a little bit like what we learned at Christmas, isn't it? That actually Jesus came into the world to be among us, to be near us. And here we're told that he's among his churches. He was among his churches and he is today. You know, as we gather together like this, just like this, right now, as we gather together, as we worship God together, 
as we hear Jesus speaking to us in, in his word, the Bible, as the Spirit speaks to us through the written word, as we gather together, he is here. The Lord Jesus is here. He's among us, just like he was then. Uh, but the second thing um, that we learn here is that Jesus is awesome. Jesus is awesome. Now, in a moment, we're going to have a bit of a chat about this. Could we have the, the, the next bit of the Bible reading up? I'm just going to read this briefly, this picture. You might have read it at home already. I want to read this for us, and then um, I want you to do some work for me and take a look at this. Um, so uh, if we could have verse uh, 13. Have we got verse 13 there? I'll crack on and read. So verse 13, he's among the lampstands with someone like a, a son of man. And this is the picture of Jesus that we get. Dressed in a robe, reaching down to his feet, and with a golden sash round his chest. Verse 14, the hair on his head was white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were like blazing fire. His feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace, and his voice was like the sound of rushing waters. In his right hand he held seven stars, and coming out of his mouth was a sharp double-edged sword. His face was like the sun shining in all its brilliance. Now, what I want you to do is where you are, where you sat, amongst yourselves, family, whoever you're sat with, just turn and work for a few minutes. I want you to have a look at that Bible passage and that how is Jesus pictured there? That's what I, I want us to think about. Maybe some of you younger ones could think, what's his hair like? And what's his feet like? And what's his face like? Could you do that? Could you have a look and see? Uh, and, and some of you older kids, and you adults, right? how does that picture of Jesus make you feel? Okay, how does it affect you? So go on, let's take a moment. I'm going to do it as well. We're all going to do it. Let's take a look. Um, how is Jesus pictured here, and how does that make you feel? All right?
Right, so um, so we've all caught up on what we did over Christmas and New Year, yeah? Um, <laughs> I know, I do it too. Um, uh, we, we've, just, we've seen some amazing things in this Bible. This picture of Jesus is amazing, isn't it? Can anyone help me? Like, uh, tell me? Tell me about his hair. Go on, someone tell me about Jesus' hair. Go on. Yeah, it's like wool, isn't it? And what? So, what colour? White, yeah, like wool or like snow or yeah. So the, the, there's there's that. You've got it on your clipboards, kids, as well, haven't you? So there's hair and and what about feet? Anyone feet? What's that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Shiny, really shiny feet. Go on. Uh, any other any other things that you notice? What are his eyes like? Oh, go on, yeah. Blazing fire, yeah, that's right. And what about his face? What's his face like? Go on. Like the sun, yeah, we just opened that blind and we just, the sun was shining in our face. And that's what his face was like as John saw this, this picture of Jesus. Any other bits and pieces we can think of? Oh, what was coming out of his mouth? A sword, yeah, a sharp double-edged sword uh, was coming out of his mouth. Now, maybe some of you older kids, when you hear this picture of Jesus, his hair, his feet, coming out of his mouth, his face, all of that. What does it do to you? How does it make you feel? How does it make you feel? How does it affect you? Scary. scary. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Lena, yeah, it's scary, yeah. Yeah, Any, anything else? What's that? It makes you feel small, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and him, he him quite big, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> anything else? It's kind of wow, isn't it? That's the, that's the toe. We can look at the details, but the big picture is, wow, powerful, awesome ruler Jesus. Uh, in verse 5, he's the ruler of the kings of the earth, isn't he? Uh, behind all of this is a picture from Daniel chapter 7, uh, and he's called the Son of Man. Uh, and he's, he's the ruler of all the nations. Uh, you know, he's the boss of, of the whole world. He's the judge over all of the nations. How is God described in Revelation chapter 1? Now, we've had massive clues in our songs and in my prayers as well. Anyone think, how is God described in Revelation chapter 1? I'll give you a clue. Go on, anyone? Go on, go on. Yeah, holy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. And the one. Go on. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. The one who is and was and is to come. You see this picture that's been built up of this powerful God, the, the first and the last, the Alpha and the Omega. What does that mean? The Alpha and can I, can we have that picture? That would really help us. Um, uh, there's an Alpha and an Omega. You know, Alpha and Omega. Alpha is the first letter of the Greek alphabet, and Omega is the last letter of the Greek alphabet. So it's saying, look. That Jesus is the first and he's the last. He's, he's the beginning and the end. He's, he's the whole thing. He's, he's the Lord of history. It's a little bit like our alphabet. Anyone tell me the first letter of our alphabet? Uh, go on, I'll give you it. Yeah, go. A, yeah, that's right. And what's the last one? Go on. Go on, let's have someone over here because it completes the picture, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Z, that's right, yeah. And so the, Johnny said, look, Jesus is the first and the last. He's the one who is and who was and who is to come. He's the Lord of history. Uh, all of this picture is showing us that God is in control, that God is on the throne. Now today, and this week, and this month, you might often feel like things are out of control. 
you might feel like your life's out of control or, or maybe little bits of your life just feel very out of control. You don't know what's going on. You don't know where it's all heading. Maybe you know people who feel like that. But what Revelation tells us is that God is in control of all of history. And let's just go back to that picture. What was coming out of his mouth? The car, I've, gone. I, I, I've got to give it to Marion. <laughs> a two-edged sword, a sharp double-edged sword. And what does anyone know what that picture is about? Anyone know? What? What's that? There's no sitting on the fence. Yeah, yeah, it cuts. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Thanks, Johnny. Yeah, and and how? What? What's a sword often in in the Bible? What? What? What is this? The sword? It's the sword of God's word, isn't it? It it cuts. It's the sword of the spirit. That's how Ephesians describes it. The sword of the spirit. And over the next few weeks, we're going to hear Jesus speaking God's word. The sword of the spirit is going to cut. We pray it's going to cut into our hearts as it did for those who read this and heard this earlier on. And now uh, Jesus is awesome. That's the main thing this morning. But the third thing and finally is that Jesus is alive. How does now John sees this picture of Jesus and what happens to John? Anyone notice? He just falls down on the floor. It just totally knocks him out. Uh, it's just all too much for John. Uh, when I, verse 7, when I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. But what does Jesus do at that point? Well, he says, uh, then he placed his right hand on me. Jesus placed his right hand on John and said, do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I was dead. And now look, I am alive forever and ever. In the language of Revelation 1, in John's words, Jesus freed us from our sins by his blood. He died on the cross. He was dead. But three days later, he rose again. He's the firstborn from the dead. That's what John says, isn't it? He is alive. He's the one who is, he's the one who was, and he's the one who is to come. Sometimes we use this expression, alive and ticking. Say someone's alive and ticking. You ever use that expression, alive and ticking or alive and kicking, maybe? Or if you're in the 90s, live and kicking, which was a 1990s uh, Saturday morning children's program. Anyone watch that? Yeah, 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 Eleanor, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we used to watch that as well. But, but sometimes we say alive and ticking or alive and kicking. Well, Jesus is alive and speaking. That's what we see here. Jesus is alive and he is speaking. And over these next few weeks, we're going to see this Jesus, right? The shiny face, the eyes, the feet, the sword of the Spirit coming out. This Jesus speaking as he did to those churches, but also speaking to this church. That's what we're looking forward to this term, to hear this Jesus speaking to our church in Mickfield. And that's why uh, the title of this whole series is Listen Up, because that's what we've got to do. We've got to listen up and hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches in God's Word. And that's why John says this as we close in verse 3. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy. That's me, great, blessed this morning. And blessed are those who hear it and take to heart what is written in it. Let's pray.
Father in heaven, we thank you for this awesome picture of King Jesus. We thank you that he's the son of man, that he's the first and the last, that he's the one who is and who was and who is to come. And we thank you that he is the one that died for us, to free us from our sins by his blood. And Father, we pray that we would look forward to the weeks ahead to hearing this Jesus speak to us, whether we're here or whether we're in creche or, or Sunday school or, or whether it's at some other time in the life of the church, we, we long to hear Jesus speaking. We long to be cut to the heart by the sword of the Spirit and we pray that you would speak to us this term in Jesus' name. Amen.